Welcome to I Sell the Sign, a podcast about loving all parts of you. The messy, the weird, the stubborn, the airy fairy, and creating a magical, joyful, wonderful, all around full of miracles life here on earth. I'm Abby Hamble. And I'm Fallon Jay. And we're here to help you stop living life the hard way. Because all parts of you are welcome here. And we're leaving none of you behind. We We love love you. you. Let's get started. Let's get started. All right. Well, welcome back. Today, we're thinking about talking about some of the rituals and or practices that help Fallon and I really get into a grounded state of being for for life, really. I mean, it doesn't need to even need to be for anything else besides just feeling better in your day-to-day. And isn't yeah. that the most important thing? Isn't that just, why we're on this podcast? Starting off. <laughs> yeah. Just starting the day off, you know, feeling good, feeling, you know, present and grounded in yourself rather than letting the day and life lead you wherever it, wherever it will, because it will if you if you well, don't kind of ground yourself first. Yes. And it's our it's the way in which we're going to react to wh- where life leads us. Like this will set us up for more of a grounded, emotionally intelligent space for us to be able to have that higher perspective on, you know, life is inevitably, we believe, you and I both believe, as many of, I'm sure, that are listening, life is happening for us. Mm -hmm. But damn, sometimes it feels like it's happening to us. Yeah, sometimes the power goes out and you have to move to a different location and cancel your day. (laughs) Avi, did this recently happen to you? God, this is what I'm doing right now. So, yeah, so let's update the listeners. It's the end of what the last day of August, and Abby, yes, yeah, tell us what happened. No, we just had a big storm roll through um Southeast Michigan and knocked out the power for like two hundred thousand people. And that happened on Monday. Today is Wednesday. So waiting for that power to come back on. But, you know, had a lot of things planned yesterday. And instead, I all my devices were dead because I oh. could not charge them. So now I'm at my sister's house and and that is how it is. And and like what we're talking <laughs> what we're talking about today. That is how it is. And that is how it is. Which is great. I'm grateful to have a place to be, a comfortable place to land. Um but like circling back to what we're talking about, there are a bunch of things that happen to us on a daily basis or happened for us on a daily basis. And the practices and the things that we're going to be talking about today are, like Fallon said, the things that help us to really react and respond. I don't even want to say react, it's more respond to what's going on in our lives so that we can embody, like we talked about last last time, mm-hmm. the person that we are really want to be and truly are within us instead of Letting life lead us willy-nilly wherever it wants to take us. Yes. Yeah. It gets to be more of a co-creative process. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really like if you're thinking of like the old school paradigm, it's like setting yourself up for success. It's setting mm-hmm. yourself up to feel better, which, okay, we've already, we've got, we've got that, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, but I know that for me, there's many mornings I don't want to do the 10 minute, 20 minute earlier wake up. And when I do, who I am on the other side of that and throughout the rest of the day is so worth it. So, you know, we do these grounding practices and these rituals, these morning daily rituals for ourselves. And that doesn't mean that the same thing every day, everyone's going to be a little bit different, but it is something. Mm -hmm. Right. um, Because it's about how we want to feel, not how we feel. Like we don't maybe want to get out of bed earlier, but the the pricelessness that happens in that is so, you know, obviously so worth it. So mm-hmm. I also would like to say before we go into kind of our own individual, like what we need is that I know for me and my human design, I am not meant to have the same ritual every single day. I'm meant to wake up and have something absolutely mm-hmm. every single day, but it, it can be shifted and changed. You may want to look at, I can't remember which arrow it is. We are not human design experts on this podcast, though we both really love it and lean into it and a we, lot. We will have somebody on who will talk about it. Yes, we will. Absolutely. Um, but if you look, it's one of the top arrows. It will tell you if you are more of a, you need a specific routine and ritual daily, or mm-hmm. if you're more of a flow, like an inflow and what feels good for that day. So that's right. also like something that you can look at to support you in designing this if you don't already have one. Or redesigning the one that you have or anchoring in even deeper one that you have. Yeah. And I think the most important thing about that is the permission giving from all of this, because I think that a lot of times when you listen to a podcast, or maybe you'll see what the name of the podcast will be, like rituals to help you, I don't know, feel your best or something. (laughs) And people will see that and they'll be like, ooh, okay. So if I do this like step by step or like, letter by letter, if I do it perfectly and you have that like perfectionism built in, then it takes the whole, like it kind of loses the point of it because the whole point of this process is for you to be able to take the things that work for you and leave the rest. So if we talk about some things that you're like, "Mm, no, not for me, that's great. Then don't do it. Like totally giving you permission right now to say, not for me. Um, Thanks. Glad that works for you guys, but not for me. Yeah. Yeah. And our, something I like to say is our my map, Abby's map, is not your map. Mm-hmm. You, but you've got to discover what your map is. And part of your map is going to be doing uncomfortable things. And part of it's going to be doing things that don't, that just feel really nourishing and really good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And whatever you leave, don't leave it maybe forever because you might find down the road that you're like, oh, I remember that podcast and they said this and it did not resonate back then. But Damn, it resonates today. Mm-hmm. So yeah, take what you need, leave the rest. And remember what you leave may serve you down the road and it mm-hmm. may never be for you in this lifetime. And it's all yes. okay. Yeah, and it's all okay. Yeah, I love that. Thank you for the permission. Mm-hmm. So let's talk. Like what is, what are your go-to? Like what do you know is just really, really nourishing for me? Really nourishing and like a, rituals that you always lean into. Um mm-hmm. Maybe even stray away because, right, there's a part of this that we do stray away from things for a while. And then we come back and we're like, oh, this feels so good. Why did I ever stop? You know, or why did I skip that? Or, yeah. I know. And this came to me this morning because I did one of my rituals today and I looked at my journal to see that I hadn't done it in a couple of weeks. And I'm like, oh, no wonder I've been feeling all over the place. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But that's okay. No judgment there. We can all come back to the rituals whenever we want to. Um, But for me, I mean, 
I think we've talked about this before, but like my number one is always remembering to breathe, like taking the time to breathe and like recenter with breath because it's probably the simplest, most effective and most forgotten thing that we all do. And Mm -hmm. not knowing like when you're in it, when you're in your head and you're spiraling and there are thoughts going and all of these things and you forget that you can like just take one deep breath after the after another and come back to a really grounded place. Um, So that would be my number one. And that always like no fail always works foolproof. (laughs) (laughs) Almost like we were given breath for a reason. (laughs) I know. Right. Yeah, it's like it's an and breath is so fun because it's an unconscious thing. Our bodies will breathe for us and yet we can control it and we can use it as a tool. So just a a beautiful thing to remember that we always have access to. And having it work for us. Yeah, exactly. And all the things that breath does for you. I mean, it's not even just like bringing you back to center or calming you, but it's like you know, triggering your parasympathetic nervous system so that you can like digest your food better. And you can just like, it literally helps everything in your body. It's like drinking water, you know, drinking water and breathing. <laughs> Number top two, top two things to do for human Two recommendations beings. we have. <laughs> two recommendations. Stay hydrated. And this podcast is done. You're welcome. <laughs> Goodbye. You're welcome. <laughs> please post, please share, please comment. <laughs> groundbreaking things shared here today. groundbreaking news but it but it it, it is also you know yeah. um it's so easily overlooked and to, and taken advantage of you know yeah is that yeah um when it's really so nourishing and the ways we can make it work for us and yes yeah well and the thing too with with both of those things is that in the world that we live in we are um think like people are always trying to kind of rework the way like these simple things that we can already do. It's like coming up with specific breathing techniques to do certain things. And not that you can't learn all about that. And that's great. Like breath work is amazing. So if you want to dive more into that, then that's great. But don't discount the fact that you can just, you know, breathe deeply and release and do it again and do it again until you feel better. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with water, like all of the the stuff that you can buy where it's like, ooh, well, maybe if I add this packet of electrolytes and like all of these things to my water, it will be, I'll be like the most effective or most efficient. And at the end of the day, you can do whatever you want. And you can also just drink the water the way that it is. You can <laughs> add fruit to the water. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. But you don't need to make it more complicated is my point. Yeah. And to make you don't have to make it rigid and rules around it for it to count. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so getting off my soapbox about those two things. Um, <laughs> my probably my top practice is automatic writing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was doing today. Um, and that is the thing that, like you were saying, is it's almost like when you know the things that will make you feel better, but you sort of want to subtly hide from them because you don't want to face, not that any of it's going to be bad, or maybe it'll just be stuff that you that comes through that you're learning or that you need to receive that maybe you're not ready to receive yet, or you're, you're just putting off receiving, but you know that it's coming through. Mm-hmm. And for me, so automatic writing, just a little behind the scenes about that is is free writing. It's, you know, 
I, for me, breathing a little bit, meditating beforehand, and then asking my, you know, God, angels, universe, higher self, spirit guides, whatever you want to call it, asking like, what do I need to, what do I need to learn today? What do I need to understand today? What needs to come through me today? Or whatever question that you have. If you have a question that you are struggling with or you are trying to get an answer to something in your life, you can ask whatever question. And then you just start writing whatever comes through and trusting that whatever comes through is divine guidance. And so sometimes that's what I'm saying. You may want to, you might not be ready to hear the guidance or to write it out and read the guidance. (laughs) But I mean, for me, I always, it's always exactly what I needed to hear. And it's always the wisdom that you, that you hold, you know, within yourself already that comes through in a different way Mm -hmm. that maybe you weren't expecting. And it's a really, really powerful practice. Yeah, I've loved when you've shared things that have come through your automatic writing. Um, and a lot of that's, you share those often in your posts as well, not specifically leading up to, I found that this came through in automatic writing and my free writing, but I know because I'm more behind the scenes with you of like, oh, that's something that, sh- that came through for her. And then it becomes this post that goes viral or like, like for you, mm-hmm. you know, like something like it's shared, you get a ton of views on it. Um, and oftentimes, it does bring us back to the simple stuff, like mm-hmm. the foundational stuff. And yeah, I would, I don't do as much free writing as I honestly would like to, but I do journal a lot is something that feels, it's just my space to get mm-hmm. everything outside of me, whether it's worries and visions and dreams. And yeah, I think writing in general, there's, you know, there's meridian lines from your heart through your hands mm-hmm. that we are able to access pen to paper far better than when we're typing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. So for both of us, writing is such a form of grounding nourishment. Mm-hmm. And I'm like you, when I don't show up for a while to that, I feel it. And I don't realize I feel it until I sit down. I'm like, oh, when oh, my I last entry. Yes. And my last entry was like, you know, however long ago. And sometimes I feel mm-hmm. in 72 hours and sometimes it's a week. It just depends. But but coming back to that space that's just for you and like for you where you're really accessing that divine self, you know, and not that I'm not, it's just in a different way. But you're, I love hearing your practice around like I'm taking a few deep breaths because a lot of people are going to want to know the how. And I think that's perfect mm-hmm. um, way that you access that. And for me, yeah, I more just journal. Like I said, I just sit down. I do create like it's my, maybe it's iced coffee in the morning or tea at night, but I do create, I have low light and I mm-hmm. make it my space to really connect mm-hmm. um, and just let whatever words come be. And uh, sometimes that's like literally swearing at people in my life. In yeah. Entries, you know, yeah. And sometimes it's journaling my gratitude and journaling my visions and for my life and my daughter's life. Um, mm-hmm. But that, yeah, that's a special special space that we both create for ourselves in different ways well and i think that's you know going back to the permission like that is what this is all about like creating the ritual is it's for you and the thing behind it i mean the the whole point of it is for you to create a safe space for yourself and nourishing space for yourself and not to follow any kind of formula for like, well, if I do it the way that she said that she does it and she got these results, then like, I'm going to get those results. It's about Mm -hmm. 
thinking, asking yourself, what would feel really good to me? What would feel really nourishing, calming, peaceful, joyful, whatever that is for you? And and then creating that space for yourself, knowing that like it's all done with the the point of this is a self-love practice. This is a practice of putting yourself and your needs at the forefront of your life, which I think, you know, we as women have a hard time doing a lot of the time, especially if you have a partner or children or just a lot of people in your life who depend on you. Yeah. And a lot of conditioning around Mm -hmm. putting yourself even remotely first or on the front burner. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you get to decondition that and you get to rewrite your script and nobody else is going to do it for you. So I get a little bit more unapologetic in that of like, okay, and let's change it. Let's flip it. Let's get uncomfortable. Let's put ourselves first. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And I love, and also like, what are you being called to? Like the, Mm -hmm. yes, what feels safe, what feels loving, what feels nourishing, what feels like self-care and what are you being called to? Because a lot of times what we're being called to step into as far as a ritual or a practice may be the very thing you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like I have some women that are like, I hate taking hot baths. It's too slow. Mm-hmm. I don't want to slow down. And I'm like, okay, well, what's on the other side of the Epsom salt hot bath, which is like something that that is an, a huge ritual of mine. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you could check my story at any given moment. I probably have a picture of myself <laughs> in, the in the bath all day, every day, just bathing. It, it's just how, how do I even live my life outside of the bathtub? <laughs> um, so, yeah. But a lot of my clients are really resistant to that because they're just so in that hustle and go mode that mm-hmm. that slowdown doesn't feel like it's going to be nourishing. And so I always say, like, lean in and try it once. If yeah. it really is that bad, then let's not force ourselves to be in something that just feels like shit. But you, there might be something in it for you, you know? Yeah. I mean, the curiosity around like, what might it be like to try this out? What could I learn from this or what gifts might like reveal themselves to me, especially like you're saying in this, in this world we have, we're just running around doing all of the things. So being able to sit in a hot bath for like 20 to 30 minutes or however long you want to do it without your phone next to you Mm -hmm. and seeing if you can just sit there and be with yourself and be with your own thoughts and do whatever you want to do. You can sit there and be pissed off that you're there and you can swear the whole time. And that's also therapeutic. Yeah, it's absolutely a self-care ritual. <laughs> yes. Yeah, to honor the anger and the frustration, yeah. the irritability. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like you're saying, just trying the things or if you're being called to something and just letting yourself try it. Yeah. Letting ourselves try it. That's also how we find the current map of ourselves because our Mm -hmm. map is going to change. Yes. um, I mean, I think, you know, for me, my map has changed slightly through the years. Not huge, not huge, significant like changes, but it has changed slightly. And I don't know that change unless I'm willing to, you know, get curious. I'm like, okay, I've been avoiding this. What, what, how do I feel on the other side of this? Mm -hmm. Is how I feel after. It's like a good workout. Most people don't, or many people in the gym are like, oh, are in a hard classic. I don't didn't really want to come, but I know how I'm going to feel when I walk out. It's the same, mm-hmm. same thing. And so that's how you right. also discover your map. Your honest, authentic map to yourself yes. is also in adventuring into the forest that you may not want to walk through as well, just to see. Yeah, just to see. Mm-hmm. And I love that you brought up um, 
working out or exercising or movement because that is also a big one for me. And oftentimes, I mean, that really vacillates for me between going for long walks and like I love just going and walking for, you know, 30, 45 minutes and either listening to something or, you know, either a podcast, listening to music or or just walking alone with nothing so that I can notice everything around me and like really take in the flowers or the trees or the birds or the butterflies or all of the things. and. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, on the flip side of that, it's like dancing in my underwear. (laughs) Yes. And doing that for like however long I want to do it to my favorite music and just letting myself do that and moving the energy and or doing a, you know, Pilates or yoga, something that like really opens up the heart center and like pushes energy out of the body or breaks up, you know, stuck or stagnant energy in your body. At the end of the day, always doing doing the things that that feel really good. And or that just my body is like, yeah, this is what you need to do today. Like this yeah. is what I need from you today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I I love movement as well. And mine is more of the masculine, high intensity weightlifting that's what I've always gravitated towards. And and I also do a lot of, you know, embodiment, flowy hip circles and, you know, sacred mm-hmm. stage and all of that. Um, but like Monday morning, the last thing I want to do is go to the gym and work out. I was like, mm-hmm. I just don't. And so I paused and I asked myself, is this a don't want to because it's really actually not going to serve me and my health right now? Right. Mm-hmm. Health being mind, body, soul, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual health. It's not just my physical. It's not just the way my body looks. Or is this, uh, I don't want to because I just don't feel like it, but I'm going to feel better through it. And to be honest, usually I know the difference and Monday I didn't. So what I committed to myself is why don't we go? We'll start to move. We'll start to do some of the workout. And if in the middle you feel tired or I gave myself permission to stop, I said, then wait, then, you know, because I honestly didn't know, but I knew movement. Let's get into the movement and see. Mm -hmm. Um, and I did. And I ended up, there was like three round workout. I ended up doing two rounds and I spent the last round doing really deep stretching and opening up my hips. So, mm-hmm. and it was exactly what I needed was I did need the movement. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, for both of us, moving the energy is really, and, and taking care of our health that way is all really important. As you were talking, I just was having a vision of like you lifting really heavy weights and then me just like, you know, doing a bar workout next to you. <laughs> <laughs> we I all get to it. do we all get to do what we want and what yes. feels good for our bodies yes but movement's got to be one of them and like i don't like abby loves walking and when abby are together i will go on walks with abby <laughs> she's walks very fast she's got these gorgeous long legs and walks fast and i think that you would just walk fast anyways like i think yeah it's just your focus i don't love walking it's not something that I, it's not my favorite. So mm-hmm. you get to find what works for you. And for me, though, I do love the connecting with nature, but I sit outside in the stillness and that's when I watch mm-hmm. the birds and the squirrels mm-hmm. and I, my phone's inside and I breathe and I talk to Mother Earth and I talk to the nature angels. And, um, and it feels like that's something that you do when you're walking where mm-hmm. I like to do that in stillness. Yeah. 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 And we all get to do what we want. Yeah. And these are like- just 
our main rituals that, but I think that these are the rituals that will serve everybody when they find the way in which works for them. Yes. And, and you'll notice too, that I think for a lot of, I don't know, podcasts like this or Instagram posts about things like morning rituals, it would be like gratitude journaling, writing affirmations, writing a mantra, (laughs) um, future pacing or like whatever, which all of these things are great things. And like I think you said at one point, like writing out your visions for the future for you and for Nova. Um, And I do that too. All of that is all good stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's almost like for me, those those things feel feel like what comes after these first few things that we've been talking about. Yeah. Well, and those things can drop us more into the masculine doing, right? So I'm going to do my vision so that then I can create the thing and I'm doing the thing Mm -hmm. where, you know, I, when I'm doing that, I'm dropping really into the being like, what would it feel to carry this frequency of that woman? Exactly. And maybe, yeah. So, so there's nothing wrong with having a more masculine side to it, but what if we let go of that doing and just do it because or right because it feels nourishing Mm-hmm. with no actual goal and okay let's hold the vision but let's also let it go let's open up the hands and really detach mm-hmm. and just because it's fun to play in that land and it's also fun to really let reality as it is now be enough yes yes and i think like you're saying with the masculine like it can be so easy for that to come in because it's already so conditioned to be doing 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 something all the time so it can feel really it can feel like a um like almost like a dangerous habit to slip into like, okay, well, first let me write out my affirmation and let me say that. And then let me write mm-hmm. down the five things that I'm grateful for. And then yeah. let me do, you know, my vision for the next six months. And then after that, I'm going to do this. So then just listening just, to you, I'm I know just, I'm like, fuck off. No, so I like, feel gross. No, my so whole body is like, this is disgusting. <laughs> but a lot of people, but like, if you're like, we're all different and like that kind of structure is probably going to help a lot of the listeners too. Sure. They might like to have that structure. They might like to say, okay, well, let me start off with the affirmation and like that will make me feel this way. So then it'll feel really good to write out my gratitude and whatever. And again, you get to do whatever you want to do. But the whole point of this is to say that like you get to take all of these things, like I said at the beginning, you get to take all of the things and then decide which ones feel really good and work for you. Yeah. It's not the point of this to create like a 20 to 30 minute morning ritual. I'm putting that in quotes of things that you have to do in order to be successful or to like right. get the money that you want or the guy that you want or have because what the if, life that you want. Yeah. What if all of that's going to happen anyway? Right. What if we make all of that inevitable, inevitable divine time? It's coming to you. It's going to happen regardless so how do you get to show up today in a way that feels nourishing and good and also edgy, meeting mm-hmm. the resistances, without feeling like you have to make all of that happen? Like, yes, we are yeah. leaning into to the, the version of us that re- is able to receive all of that. But what if we don't have to fucking do as much as we thought we did when it comes right. to practices? What if your practice was like, I just get to sit here in my chair and close my eyes and breathe like 10 to 15 deep breaths? And then tell myself like my morning affirmation and then I go about my day for the rest of the day yeah. or 
maybe you take a few deep breaths and you journal, or maybe you get up and you just start stretching and you move your body and you move the energy. And then you're like, hmm, feel great. I'm going to start the day now. Yeah. And something I do daily, two things I want to drop in here before we start to close and wrap this up is um, I don't really do traditional affirmations. I shouldn't say traditional, but I don't do affirmations in the way that we were taught. I moved my affirmations into speaking into my food. So every morning I drink a warm glass of water. That is something I have done for almost 20 years now. First thing I do, I get up and I drink a warm glass of water to flush my digestion. And I speak to my water. I love you. You're beautiful. We're loving, harmonious, powerful, Mm -hmm. connected to God, connected to Mother Earth. Like speak all that into my water before I drink it. And then the other thing I do is I ground. I literally drop a grounding cord for my daughter and I every single morning. And those are like rituals that I'm pretty, I adhere to pretty 95% of the time, unless, you know, it's a busy morning and I forget and, or I'm just like, oh, I don't have time today. Grounding cords already got to be there. But I also drop and I just picture a cord dropping down to Mother Earth and then connecting through my center channel all the way up to, you know, creator, although I believe creators all around and all within. And, mm-hmm. um, and then I shield just a loving, loving shield of my own energy with rainbow colors. And I teach my daughter that. And those are like the two things I would say I do pretty much daily. And then a hot bath with Epsom salts. Um, and I sage often as well. Yes, me too. Yeah, those are like my real go-tos. Yeah. That I love that you brought up I love that you brought up the water thing because that is something that I don't think anybody is really taught to do. And like for me it feels like such a I think the only thing that comes close to that really is, you know, the traditional like praying before a meal. Mm-hmm. Like praying, thanking for the food, all of that giving gratitude. But it's even more than that. It's like connecting directly with the water connecting directly with the food and you can do that with your own body connecting with your own body and saying like Mm -hmm. you are healthy and you know each and every cell is is working perfectly and doing all of the things that it knows how to do and my body knows exactly how to heal itself if you're going Mm -hmm. through any sort of disease Mm -hmm. and just remembering that you have the power in those moments to change the narrative and infuse those prayers or those intentions into everything around you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, our bodies are wise and also, you know, predominantly water. Exactly. (laughs) We're basically just also stardust. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of any other rituals. I think at the end of the day, I usually clear energy almost daily for Nova and I send it back, give it to God, cleanse mm-hmm. us. And, and, um, those are the things that help me just feel really s- safe in my body, mm-hmm. safe in the world, nourished, released. I, I drop out of the the headspace of worry mm-hmm. through these practices. Yes. Yeah. And one thing that I just thought of too, we are, we both kind of brought up nature in two different ways, but but just getting out into nature, walking with your feet in the grass mm-hmm. or, you know, having, if you are at an office, having a plant next to you in the office. I mean, th- those are things that have been like scientifically proven to improve your, like your well-being throughout the day and just like adding more oxygen to the air, you know, with the plant yeah. next yeah. to you. 
but being able to go out and commune with nature, even if it's just, you know, walking out in the morning to grab the paper and taking your slippers off and walking in the grass for a few minutes. Yes. And and take a deep deep breath real quick. Exactly. And feeling that connection because I think at the end of the day, a lot of like living in the the kind of world that we live in now that's so technologically advanced, it's very easy to get caught up in your phone or in the in your computer in work and you kind of take all of the stuff around you that just occurs naturally for granted. And it's some of yeah. the most like water, like breathing, like, like moving your body. Sinking with nature. Yeah. Some of the most simple like things that you can do that will really um impact your life in a positive yeah, way absolutely mm-hmm. and the last thing when we're talking about breathing is, and i don't know why i didn't mention this sooner but and a very like blatant go-to is meditation yeah um abby has some incredible meditations that she and hypnosis that she mm-hmm. does um but i meditation has been a huge part of my practice for a very long time now as well and i don't do it every day and i don't put pressure mm-hmm. on myself to do it every day but when I do sit down, I do it often. I usually sit outside. I get my yoga mat and I sit outside on my back deck. Um, but when I do do it, even for 10 minutes, I rise a calmer, more expanded version of myself, higher perspective. And that's another thing. Scientific, scientists, scientists yes. scientifically proven. What am I saying? But yeah, but science has shown, I mean, significant differences in our brain waves and, you know, all of our mind, body soul health with meditation you can do like one thing too is i feel like there's this idea that if you do guided meditations you are not an advanced meditator and you should need to get to the point where you can meditate without guided med- and i'm like what who made these rules yeah what if you pop on a guided meditation and it feels really great like let's take away the rules and just I breathe that, i think that we could also do a whole podcast on meditation because i have a lot to say about this okay um but i don't want to keep I don't want to keep everybody on here, but um, but yes, I think in the beginning when I was thinking about breathing, I think about meditation. It's kind of almost interchangeable. Because- yeah, that's, it was for me too. That's why I'm like, wait, we didn't even mention meditation, but mm-hmm. I think because for the two of us, it's so, it is, it's, it's so intertwined. It, yeah, because also meditation gets to be, like you're saying, it gets to be whatever you want it to be. If mm-hmm. you are somebody who likes listening to guided meditations, that's beautiful. If you're somebody who likes to sit and listen to music that has a particular frequency or binaural beats or something and just breathe to it, that's also meditation. If you take two, um, I mean, sorry, if you take like two minutes to just breathe deep and release and breathe in and release, also meditation, it gets to be whatever you want it to be. Absolutely. I go to the beach and I just watch the waves and that's a meditation with my eyes open and all the things. Yeah. You know, and it's like, what they call it and working out like a compact movement. It's like a compact um, thing when you're just combining the breathing with the nature, with the moving your body. I mean, just doing all three in one. Yeah. Yes. Well, this was great. This was um, great. I would love to hear what you took away from this episode. Maybe what are your favorite rituals that we didn't mention or mm-hmm. things that have really helped to ground you? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and share and follow Abby and I and tag us. Let us yes. know where you're at. I know. I'd love to hear of the other things that people do that we don't mm-hmm. do. Because like, yeah. I don't know, like, like the one thing that came to mind when you said that was doing, um, what do they call it? Like the dance, but it's it's called something. Like shamanic shaking? Yeah, something like that. But what is the word that I'm trying to think of? 
not like tantric dance, but like something where it's like, I don't know. But the moves that you're making right now are, <laughs> I'm loving watching you try to figure this out. I wish the viewers I'm like, could you know, see. just like this. <laughs> I wish the viewers, could, the <laughs> listeners could see the, the view. Listeners. There we go. Yes. Anyway, I'd love to hear about all of the other stuff that you do that we did not mention and how it makes you feel and what it brings up for you. And absolutely. Yeah. As always, let us know what you'd like to hear more about. And we love you. Have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful day. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us today. If you loved this episode, write us a review and let us know. See you next week. And until then, here's to loving all parts of you and leaving none of you behind.